and I call you an insecure, overbearing, psychopathic, dictatorial, egomaniacal, frigid, lunatic asshole! I ain't frigid. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! Shall we begin? Good morning. Welcome back to Blunt Force Drama. Hope you have a uh, good case of the Mondays. This morning we're going to start off season two season with two. the question, why are you so selfish? Hmm. I don't feel like I am. But you're wrong. No, wrong not. as fuck. You're selfish. I'm not selfish. Nah, self-centered. I'm uh, self-centered. Egocentric. That's what we're breaking into today. And I, I argue... Well, this is as a whole, right? This isn't just personal. Right, yeah. No, this not, like not personally attacking you right society off the bat. Is self. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Why, though? So I, I think that there is no altruistic action. Like, everything you do, every... There's using big words. Yeah. yeah every every uh, feasible, like, direction that you go, every situation you try to uh, manipulate is for your own benefit. And whether that benefit comes in a like a financial gain or uh, a, like a standing that you hold, uh, like a social contract with other people, or if it's just to like get your little dopamine hit and feel good about yourself. I think that no matter what you do, it's all in service to the self. I mean, like martyrdom aside, you know, every action that you give is is returned to you in some way. Well, isn't that how it's supposed to be, though? No, I so... Mean, you have to, like, take care of yourself first, right? Yeah, you you have to, you know, they always say that, like, make sure your house is in an order before you, you know, try to take care of other people. Um, love I mean, yourself you before you love you others. Die. Like, if you don't take care of yourself first, you just die. So I think that that's, like, human nature is to take care of yourself first, and then, you know, your family, and then maybe somebody. Yeah, but it, like, so... I brought up this example earlier. I see a woman. She's very attractive. She's walking towards the door. I go to open the door for her. Right? Am I doing that because I think like the... So Sigmund Freud breaks his uh, ego into like the id, which is your instinct, the ego, which is your reality, and your superego, which is morality. So automatically off the bat, my id is like, oh, she's fine as fuck. I want to smash. <laughs> the superego is like, I'm a gentleman, or I like to assume myself as such. I'm going to open the door because that's like what society has dictated that gentlemen do. So I want to do the right thing. Okay. The reality is the middle ground where, oh, she's fine as fuck. Maybe if I open the door, she thinks I'm nice, and then I can start a conversation, and maybe, you know, two days later we smash. Mm. Reality is I'll probably get ghosted. But, um. Just walk by you like you're not there. Yeah, yeah. She, she just makes and, this and assumption. Then, and then, like, five other people walk past you. Yeah, and I'm left holding the door. Still holding the door. Like an idiot all the time. Uh, I open the door for all people. I don't care what they are. But that, like, last part that I said happens most of the time. Like, you'll open it for, like, one person, and then you'll go to take a step, and then somebody else, like, runs in. Yeah, you wind up becoming just a doormat. And then you're just the idiot doormat. Yeah. Yeah. Not even getting paid. Then, Then finally, you're like, okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm going in now. But if you break that down to like 
how you were saying the um the, the survival aspect of it right like you, everything we do is in service to our survival and our, our continued existence that instance has virtually nothing to do with your survival well yeah i think uh that that's just the gentlemanly thing to do for man woman child um yeah. you know when people open the door for me i'm like oh thanks man you know uh probably talked about this in another episode but like i'm huge right you saw the picture Dave's like a normal sized man, and I'm like not. <laughs> so, uh, I already get a lot of, like, looks, and people kind of stay away from me, or tend to get out of my way at least. You know, like, go to the grocery store, and it's like a traffic jam in the middle of the aisle, and nobody knows what the fuck to do. Put cones out, <laughs> chalk, chalk you. <laughs> there's, there's like one guy. Or one woman, like, standing there waiting to get by while somebody else is, like, looking at a can of beans for 20 minutes. And fucking beans. There's only one side, and, like, people keep coming through it, and she's been sitting there for 10 minutes. And I'm behind her with my wife, which, you know, I guess you could say it's self-serving because I don't want to stand there either. But I, like, go around and stop people and, like, okay, lady, go ahead. And then my wife comes. You mean, and then I'm like, okay, see you later. I guess you could, uh, you could like fabricate a reason. Go, like, okay, well, since I'm in this social contract with all these other people, and this is what civilization is, and everything else, like I'm, I'm surviving on some level uh, by just opening a door because either I'm taking care of my own like sense of self worth and like that's slightly improving my mental health and like self respect, or um, you know, even just that action encourages that other person you're holding the door open for to like think better of humanity, which is a a net positive uh, for all of us. So well, might that's not even helping be... somebody else. Right? Yeah. So, but that's this thing is like it could be our survival is dependent on other people's survival. So even just the smallest action like that butterfly effect could go a long way. Um, but I I think that even acts like charity right where you just donate because i i volunteer all the time so this is like a, a personal question like a mm-hmm. dilemma that i have to really sit down and hmm, ponder about because why am i spending so much fucking time volunteering helping these kids or other organizations and uh it's a great thing sir it is it's uh, it's awesome but i think that donating is cool but like your time is worth more than like yeah, for sure. Because celebrity makes you know like hundred million dollars off of movies. They've been doing it for six months. Like, yeah. Like, okay, if I donate, you know, four million dollars to this charity, then I get a big ass tax break and get eight million back. Right. So yeah. egocentric. But, but you, you don't have any money, <laughs> so and neither do I. Not not to donate. Yeah, it. thanks for rubbing it in. I mean, I'm broke too. You know, ordinary men yeah. at war with the everyday world. It is. It is absolutely war. But you know, like uh, you donate your time and you spend your money on these these costumes and things. That's extremely commendable, sir. It's very un unego centric. Yeah, but man, I get a lot of I get a lot of good looks, man. I got catcalled. 
me running around in my Captain America outfit. Oh, thank you so much. You did so much help for our organization. You're Captain America. We love having you here. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry. Just Captain America. (laughs) It's my duty, my civic duty. Is that why you're doing it, or is it for the kids? No, yeah, for sure. Like um, for the kids. Yeah, it's for the kids. Well, then it's. But that's just a bonus, you know. I mean, if they didn't catcall you, would you still do it? Yeah, but so like the deeper you go a lot of your actions you might not be aware of where the genesis is you know what i mean like conscious higher level i'm thinking like oh yeah worried about the kids but that id that you know base instinct is like man you're really not doing good in life right now you know you're fucking overworked all the time you know reality of being an adult is shitty maybe it'd be nice to dress up as a superhero and go volunteer for a while and just play that role experience that fantasy even if it's just like nominally but i mean you are a dork i'm a dork like this is genetically a and part of me i ain't saying that i would never dress up but i don't have any clothes that fit so i'd have to like get in shape and paint myself green i'm the juggernaut bitch oh i could be the juggernaut. juggernaut's good that might work the real one though not like the gay one that was in that one movie yeah, Crimson the, Gen of, uh, Gem of Sidorak. The one that was in... Uh, Deadpool? Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool 2. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I go to the gym and volunteer. I mean, my son goes there, so that's the real reason that I do it. But I go even when he can, you know, and I teach the kids what I know, just like they're my kids. And they ask me questions, like, all the time. Even school questions. Right. There's one girl like 16, and uh, she knows that I know like history stuff a lot. She's like gonna ask me about history. Like, hey, uh, what's this thing with World War Two? You know, whatever she's studying at the time. And then I'll give her what I know on it, and then she fucking gets an A paper. But I mean, I don't have to. But I like to have conversations. Yeah, I like to teach people things. That's why we're literally why we're here right now. To um, teach you. But it's just it's this like dilemma a, that doesn't have a, a, a good ego. answer. There's a lot of ego physical And we know a bunch of them. Yeah, fucking work. Especially. I think like um so the nature of charity and uh, like almost everything's wrapped in religion because it's like this universal concept. There's like, you know, Donate 10% of your money, you know, like, like non-denominational church that I went to, so you know, give tithe, and it's has to be like 10%. When I was a kid, I was like oh. way big into it. Yeah, oh. I was like, yeah. I was, I was praying to God every night, like, please God, help my mom get off yeah. drugs, and you know, she's, she's gonna die, and just help her listen to me, yada yada yada. And yeah, then, um, yeah, sorry, sir, I wasn't to make oh no, was, I was like, I was in, literally in tears, like crying to my best friend. I was like, you gotta, you gotta repent and join my church so you don't die during the rapture and you become a zombie and then I have to kill you oh my God. again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was wild, the, the brainwashing, a whole, whole other episode. But, um, just being in there and like volunteering time towards this like religious organization and your little money and like, you know, classic story of like you know what is god gonna do just pull us have his people build some more super me. expensive tax havens it reminds me of the tax havens good sir yeah uh, reminds me of that icp song 
when the kid's like paralyzed. It's like, just donate all your money to this boy. This boy's here. And then he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, maybe not physically, but figuratively, this boy's here. Yeah. Uh, and that was like a, a part of it, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't have a lot of means. Do you um, remember any, well, when were you born? 91. No, so you don't remember. <laughs> Maybe you've seen it. The uh, the Sunday uh, cable television fucking preachers. All the televangelists? I guess. Like, yeah. Uh, the one guy with the crazy eyes that looks like the devil. <laughs> uh, you know. I, I, I blow. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> like vaguely. I know what you're talking about. I've like orbited around it, but I've never delved in just because you know, like it's every not fucking channel has like not worth my time. Some, you know, show of yeah, some scam, and that's what it comes down to. It's like that particular instance is a whole fucking scam. But there's like the biblical story where you know the nobleman gives like you know ten thousand gold to the church, or whatever. But like the poor woman gives like you know ten silver pieces, and that's like all she owns. And they're like in the gaze of the Lord, it's like, oh, the woman gave more than the rich man because she gave like proportionally all she had, right? Where he only gave a small portion of his huge wealth. And that's like kind of how it feels with celebrities and all this other endorsements and stuff like that. Uh, but just like by virtue, we give money, like we give money to homeless people, we give money to different charities and organizations. I don't. Well, I don't give home money to homeless people because natural society, selection. Society has ruined it for me. So you don't. I used to. Same. Uh, used to give money when I had it. Anyway, I don't care about cash. I used to until people started taking advantage of that, like lying. You know, like you'll follow them. They had all these shows where they're like following them, and. The chick was like pretending like she was fucking crippled, mm-hmm. all bent over and shit. And then they followed her, you know, without her knowledge. And she's getting like a BMW. Yeah. So, uh, my other person that lives in my head won't let me do it anymore. You know, uh, around Christmas time, it really ramps up. You know, for sure. For sure. I was at Walmart one time. Uh, we were like Christmas shopping for our own kids and then we're leaving and there's like a dude and his wife and like his whole family out there and he's got a little sign that says that he lost his job and he's just trying to buy presents for his kids. So first reaction was like, I'll give that guy a couple bucks, man, three bucks, not going to kill me. Right. And then like instant, right after I finished the sentence in my own head and went to reach for my wallet, like, I call him Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde's like, fuck that. He's probably got more money than you. You don't know if he's real or not. So without knowing if they're real or not, I can't do it. No, I I, I, I flipped. Um, and I guess this, like charity is a huge part of the ego problem. I would rather buy them food. Yeah, than, and that's that's a thing because you don't, you don't trust these people. But like just the, the very concept of it. I had a friend in the Navy, weird fucking cat. Weird, mm, weird dude, Lorenzo. His name, his, his no, his his life was absolutely bonkers. Um, but 
uh, me and him got along really well. It was super funny. Then he just had like that different worldview. Like, it was so different. You're like, I gotta keep this guy around. I just, I, I, I need to know. And we like Navy boys walking down the strip. You know, what I mean, homeless people look at us and they're like, oh, like military, money, money, money. And it's like, sir, can you please, you know, spare? Because we like just being a part of the services uh, elevates you in status to a lot of people. And so it's like, oh yeah, he'll probably give you some couple bucks. I know he's got solid income coming in. Um, and my friend retorts, like, I don't believe in charity. Good for him. And that's it. Walked right on by. Didn't even give a fuck. And whereas previously, like, uh, I had an instance when I was a kid, helpless homeless guy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I've been taken advantage of by homeless people by a, a bunch. Um, oh, yeah. As far as, <laughs> yeah. Hobo orgy. Uh, <laughs> like, drag you over to the <laughs> Boy, we got candy and beer over here. <laughs> Candy flavored beer. <laughs> that fucking guy from <laughs> what's the guy that's always trying to get Chris on Family Guy? Uh, the the, the guy old some man. popsicles in the basement. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, Herbert the pervert. Herbert the pervert's like I'm homeless Herbert. Come on over here, Dave. Let's see what no, we like, got. They like you said they they take advantage of uh, your generosity. Especially and, little boy. And um, name Dave. I I used to okay. say like yo uh I oh. only have a card. Also Sorry. known as Lord Helmet. Yeah, Lord Helmet. It was like, I also, I only have a card. You know, you're like, what am I going to do? Give you a portion of my credit? Just give me my credit card? Like, fuck no. I don't carry cash. Only have a card. That was like my default uh, motto for them. You know what I do now? What's that? Nah. 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 Just keep on walking. Nah. I got this shit from my brother. Nah. Yeah. I've, I've used it before, though. And it's funny where, like, the position I'm in now, where I'm, like, always donating my time and money to charities. But, like... I've, I've said that before, straight up, like, I don't believe in charity. And the fucking look you get from these people, just daggers. Oh, yeah. But it's like, you you are in this situation, come hell or high water, like, whether it was your mistakes, whether this is your fate, whether someone else had it out for you, whether it's part of God's plan, like, you're homeless, you're broke, I'm not, Dude, I'm keeping moving. There's, like, so many ways to get money now. Like, there's, everyone's hiring all the fucking time. So, well, a lot of these people, like the the majority of like true homeless people, have like mental conditions yeah. and uh, shit that isn't well managed. We yeah, we we've, we've seen that our work a bunch. Um, but back to like the the main point, right? Just uh, the like charity in and of itself, I think, is one of those easy things. Like you can click a button, you can reach into your wallet, you can, you know endorse something and boom charity you've financially which is like money is power like you've given power to this organization or whatever it is this individual to better their lives and that like comes back to you immediately like yeah man i donated that did my did my two cents three bucks paving my way towards heaven one dollar at a time i uh i don't know i've always stood on my own you know so i got a lot of like pride too much pride to ask for anything. Yeah, no, same here. Pride, pride is it's definitely a sin I'm, I'm guilty of. Uh, and that kind of brings us to like the next uh, point is, like, we are the center of our universe. Like, the reality for us only exists because we exist to observe it, right? Like, mm-hmm. without us, we don't know if the world keeps going on. We have no stake, no consciousness, no concept. Um so if everything that we do is in service to our experience here like 
why does it fucking matter how other people feel? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. my experience. I'm only, if I go to heaven, I'm only going to remember my, my version of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever afterlife I go to, I'm not worried about their pain, their suffering, their ups, downs that has literally no effect on me. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's basically it in a nutshell, you know, and you can't save or help everyone all the time, you know. I mean, there's only a few people on the planet that I would ever sacrifice myself for, like death, you know. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much just my family and maybe one or two other people. So, like, so that'll that'll be our kind of our next talking point. But like, uh, so if our experience in this reality is isolated to just us, right? We're not multi-dimensional beings that are living in a hive mind through a thousand other individuals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like if the world, if our reality is a simulation, because like simulation theory going around in a world where the simulation is real. Or <laughs> yeah. we're, we're working off of like a trillion gigabyte or terabyte RAM system. Uh, would ethics matter? Because like you're you're in video games, right? Playing video games, we kill shit all the time. It's just numbers, just AI, yeah. just an image on the screen with some uh, binary digits behind it that represent its digital life. Yeah. I mean, if you were to scale that up, if we think the same way, like I think we're an alien ant farm. Love that band. I think we're the literal meaning of alien airport. But anyway. But, like, would would ethics matter? Like, do they matter? There's a uh, new game came out, Diablo 4. And uh, one of my friends I was playing with last night, he's got a, a friend in the company that developed it called Blizzard. And he told him, oh, there's a secret uh, achievement. If you run around and you don't kill any of the little animals that are on the screen. There's, like, deer and rabbits and stuff like that. Like, just in the wild, they're not enemies per se, but they are able to be killed if you accidentally hit them with an ability or purposely target them. So go, there's a secret achievement if you don't kill any of those. That's like friend of the forest or whatever. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's that's oh, funny. Dude, I had to kill one of my two. Oh fuck! Right, yeah, that was terrible. They got like an infection, and I didn't realize it right away. It sucked ass. It was like a grown man out there. Have a good thing. Don't worry, Ma. It's my chicken. I'll take care of it. And, uh, you know, my son was all worried about it, of course. He was, like, standing there. I'm like, just go inside, man. This is hard enough without you sitting there swallowing all over the place. <laughs> just going out. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Fucking suck ass. R.I.P. Pepper. Yeah, but, uh, just, you get to the point of, like, nihilism. It's like, oh, does does anything matter? Like, am I really in control of my life it, it is everything that i do just a, a chemical response to try to like better serve the self and improve my mental state yeah it's uh it's real easy to get wrapped up in that too you know um especially when you don't like people like me i don't really like people that much uh i'm not gonna say that but then i open doors for people I don't. It's, it's like a contradiction. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, a constant battle. Um, I'm trying. Like if if I let myself be what I normally would be, and uh, let you Mr. let the id take over. The I let Mister Hyde drive the car, basically. Yeah. Major dickhead. 
but you know, uh, people don't fuck with dicks. Yeah, it, it, they assholes seem to like wind up ruling the world. You know what I mean? Like when you you start taking advantage of you reduce the the amount of empathy and charity and you know I mean? like, kindness. Kind of they don't like dicks because pussies and assholes get slapped by dicks. Yes, sir. Um, I try real hard not to be egotistical. We always go back to it. That, like I just want to be left alone as much as possible. So, if, uh, if, but I'm not gonna take no shit either. You know. So if you come all kinds of egoish and dickheady to me, I'm gonna be like, no. So that's not gonna work for me, man. Yeah, Sorry, you, I'm like an immovable object. You get what you give. Basically, yes. So. Like, let me pull out my pen and pad, uh, pull out this chaise lounge, let, have you lay down. When you look in the mirror, like, what do, you, what do you see? How do you, like, conceptualize yourself? A fat slob that needs to lose weight. <laughs> so not a lot of ego there, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I mean, besides, like, like, you know, cutting my hair and shit, like, I don't want to look like a fucking homeless person. Like, I like to, well, plus it's hot. That's the main no, reason. I'm not. I'm not really talking about physical. I'm talking about like, like conceptually, your whole self, your identity. Like when you think about yourself, who, who is Ashley? Is he a good guy? Is he not a good guy? Like at the end of the day, I think that I am a bad guy that's trying real hard not to be one. Is Billie Eilish gonna make a song about you? I don't know who that is. It's the girl that does the bad guy song. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. Um, you know, I grew up listening, like, watching like wrestling and shit. And Razor Ramon, even though he just died recently, one of his things he said was like, "Bad times don't last, but bad guys do." Uh, I'm kind of like a Megan, you know. Razor Ramon sounds like he was a villain in the yeah, wrestling he was, world. He's like uh, Scarface. Yeah, okay. But he was a big motherfucker. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm kind of like a Megan, like. If I didn't have a family, I would definitely be me and each. Yeah, but wasn't he doing the wrong things for the right reasons type deal? Yes. So like he was trying to protect his people and make sure they were eating and all that shit. Yeah, and he justified like, the means. He was, you know, this is the apocalypse. So things, there's, there's no laws in that. But he uh, was getting other people to get all his shit for him, you know, but... Then, after he loses and and gets exiled and put in jail, and the whole story, you know, uh, he fucking turns into like a really good guy with uh, bad guy tendencies. That's where I'm at, you know. I'm like Negan after. You're you're on the rise, right? Not yeah. not on the the descent. You're you hit your your like spiritual kind of rock bottom you had to really think about who you wanted to be you stopped acting just purely off of like hide instinct it, it kind of goes back to you know like Shia LaBeouf or whatever fucking name it said you become a man when you have responsibility so me at 18, 19 was like a fucking raging psychopath I was fighting all the time like jumping out of the car and ripping doors off over nothing yeah, and I look back now, and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really, you know? I'm like, but it's still in there. 
you know, it's mm-hmm. still in there. And uh, first reaction is usually like just punch them in the face, right? <laughs> you know, but I've done a lot of self-searching and, and trying not to be egotistical and putting my own ego aside and really trying to understand like people and why they do things, even like bad people, uh, serial killers, Hitlers. You know, I really like to know like, or try to know what would make them do this. You know, uh, I didn't have like the greatest bring up, you know. Right. Uh, and I think if I never had kids and got responsibility, that I would be a way different person. So once you have the kid, you know, you're like, you have to stay out of jail. <laughs> yeah. That's my number one. You have to feed the kid. You have to make sure that they're, you're not fucking them up like you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I try to really hard to like break the mold of, of where I came from. Right. Kid. Always, always trying to be better. No, I want them to be better yeah. than I am. Um, so let's, let's break that down. Right. You've got a kid, you got kids. You have a wife, you've got chickens. So you got all these things, right? All these things you care about, you're invested in, uh, you've been taking care of for years and years. Why, though? Like, I know there is, like, the maternal and paternal instincts that kick in, or, like, chemical uh, response, like, oh, like, mother has to take care of babies. Like, as humans, we all have a, like, need, a, a desire to take care of the young it's just how we're hard-coded so that you know we don't birth a kid and just watch it roll off a fucking cliff and <laughs> splatter on the ground or get picked up by a hawk you know what i mean okay. like that's just how we are programmed um but how far does that reach out like you're doing all these things you're living your life in service to these people uh by and large uh, you know like is that also a service to the self or like do you think having a kid and you, know, you said you give your life uh for your family i mean life is at the end of the road you know what i mean that's the last selfless or selfish act that you could do you don't get gratification once you come back you take a ball for someone whatever it is um that that like kind of counters the initial argument of like everything we do is in service to the self and like our propagation survival mental state if you give your life for someone that's it. You don't get that kickback yeah. of that act. So that would be like the one true selfless act, you know what I mean? Unless that's in why, that that's moment. That's why Constantine got to go to heaven. <laughs> Great fucking move. I hope they bring it back. It's supposed to. I know. Anyway, uh, to answer the question, uh, it's somewhat self-serving. I mean, you're proud of your kids for the most part, so... And my daughter just had a birthday. She turned 19. And wrote this big, like, heartfelt fucking message and shit. But it, it, it's true, though. Like, you know, never, I never knew even how to love things until she was born. Uh, I mean, you know, you love your mom, your dad, but that's just because they're there, you know. So, but like, once it's yours, your kid, uh, it's, it's different. You get like this extreme protection thing as a father. Anyway. You want to keep them safe no matter what. You know, she's a, she's a good kid. 
in college and shit, real smart. She's literally, you know, her and my son, but they're, they're basically um, the way I see them anyway. So they're everything that I am and everything that I could never be. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, for sure. There's plenty of other people out there that have multiple, multiple children. Yeah, they're shitbags. Shitbag. No, no engagement, no involvement in their life at all. Just just um, them out. I think, uh, at least from the man's standpoint, like, uh, if you just ghost them, you know, you're creating more problems in society. You know, uh, recently, daughter kind of went through some shit, boyfriend problems, left, came home, and a little while later, she got another boyfriend. I mean, she's beautiful, so it's not hard for her, but she's not that kind of person, you know, so. Right. Uh, this boy, this newer boy, is, uh, she was, like, friends with him in high school a little bit. He played football. Then he left, and then they met back in college, and uh, she kind of was telling him, like, some things, because he knows the other dude, too. Right. And he's like, well, I mean, you know, he doesn't have a dad, so. How can you ever be a man? Direct quote for me, and I never been treated because you know I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, curious. So, uh, you know, I mean, you you are there especially for your sons and your daughters, you know, because you have to teach your daughter what a man looks like, or he's supposed to be, and you have to teach your son how to be one. So that's what I try to do. Um, you know, I mean, she said that she's. They never listen in the beginning, but because they're in love or whatever, you know, so. But now in hindsight, she's like, you know, you were right about everything. I should have just listened to you, but you got to learn on your own. Um, and all you can do is support them. So, but now she's like, I'll never, even if he goes out, the other kid got like a D1 mm-hmm. uh, scholarship. So he's going to like go to some other school, some other state for however long, four, four or five years, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, but even if they don't stay together, she sees what it's supposed to be like now. Right. And we'll never go back to the other, you know, so. Um, new, new precedent has been set, you know, yeah, raised. standard, basically. She's got a standard, you know, and then um, she's spoiled. I spoiled the fuck out. But you only get, well, I guess you don't only get one, but I only got one. So, one daughter. And uh, it's just different in the way that you raise them, you know? So, girls are different than boys. Boys are different than girls. As a dad, you know, you teach your son how to do things, and you do things for your daughter. For me. But some people might not, but that's how I do it. How is this self-serving to you? Um gratification of watching them grow learn things I think you're like measuring yourself by their progress and successes sort of maybe little like like you get you'll get fulfillment like oh yeah dad I should have listened to you like now oh she knows like you know I was right like the first is like oh yeah I was right you know but the second is like you know this lesson this new mm. worldview has been installed uh, yeah. just like when, when you teach them something Right. Whether it be how to draw or how to drive 
or whatever, and then they do it well. It's like, man, you know, I taught them how to do that. They're very good at it, you know. <clears throat> or uh, critical thinking skills is like big in my house. You know, I want mm-hmm. them to like ask questions like how we do here and 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 learn how to do do it without getting mad. Like fucking crybaby and stomping off, you know. Um, so, when they're a critical thinker, like I can literally like have a conversation with my wife, and sometimes she doesn't understand what I mean. And if my daughter's there, she'd be like, "No, this is what he's saying." Like she understands right exactly, translator exactly without breaking it down to the to the base level. Mm-hmm. She gets it right out of the gate, and I'm like, "Well, see." Yeah, but uh, for so self-serving, I guess would be the uh, gratification of of them learning from me. You know, it's kind of like I guess if I was a teacher, teachers probably get a lot of, or at least in the beginning, before they're beaten down by the system. Yeah, yeah. Um, In 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 theory, the the most noble job you could ever have. I uh, had some really influential teachers in my time. And uh, yeah, still, I still remember a lot of things that they said to me. So, and I, I think some of them might even be dead by now. But yeah, I had a, I had a really influential teacher, Mrs. Marion, through third through fifth grade. The like, uh, you know, rough upbringing, but she used to take me and these two of the kids out. Uh, these are the boys, these brothers, to like the skating rink and shit like that. Yeah. She'd pay for us at McDonald's in the middle of class. She'd be like, "Hey, David, you want to go see my dog Spot or whatever mm-hmm. this weekend?" Like the whole class turns to me, I'm like, "Yes, Miss Marin." <laughs> Fuck. Then we when did it? She's just like a caretaker, you know, in, in all sense of the words, and um, really like fucking my, needed that. My son has one of them right now. Like she's kind of strictish, right? She expects like you know, your homework, right? And shit, but uh, she does like the aftercare. So sometimes I come in there, pick up my son. She's there, I sign him out. Mm-hmm. Have a little time. She's like, you know. He was like, uh, fell really behind on like reading skills and shit when COVID. Right. Because I mean, I'm at work all the time. My wife's got to work from home now, so we can't. And you know, the teachers were just like given assignments. And yeah. So uh, there was no like Zoom call class. That could right. Happen. So, so she's like, he was so far behind for so long. Like she, she's like the second teacher that was bringing him up. First right. one really okay. helps too, but she'll be like, you know, he did really good on his test. You know, I'm just uh, I want to put him in like remedial reading, um, the after school program. He's already there anyway, and because uh, I'm worried about him going to middle school, because he had to repeat because of this. Yeah, he okay. could have just got pushed forward, but I didn't want him to. Right. You know, so she, uh, so I'm, I'm worried about his reading skills being a little low. He's really brought him up a lot, but, you know, generally, like, she could just be like, well, this is just where he's at. But, you know, she's a really one-off. His whole school's like that. Um, his science teacher's a real cool guy. Like, wrote him a letter so he could get into a Rowlett. He's going to go to Rowlett. So, uh, they all wrote him a bunch of letters, and, like, how, how good he is and how like uh engaging he is and like science and this and that and uh, he's like uh, he's like i'm in every word 
he's 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 a great kid. He danced really well. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I can. But yeah, I mean, influential teachers, you know, things like that. Which I mean, I, I don't know what they get out of it. Self gratification. They taught somebody probably the same mm. thing. Is that's my point with this. Uh, I mean, getting paid too, but not very much. No, literally like less than what is needed to live. Um, yeah, it's pretty gay. That's real fucked up in America. Uh, so, with that being said, like, I don't have any kids. I didn't have a daddy either, so I guess I, I can't become a man in your eyes either. Well, that's uh, not true. You can do it. One day, one day I'll become a man. Uh, just either, need a Mulan montage. You either uh, teach yourself or your dad teaches you. So, so I w- I've you're always, what, 32? Uh, yeah, I've always learned through observation, like what not to do. Like I, I dissect right. things secondhand, so that way yeah. I try not to repeat those. I think uh, it's like that for everyone in a sense, though, because I mean, my son gets in trouble or whatever, you know, you gotta like yell at him, punish him, and then let a few minutes go by, and you tell me, you're like, listen, dude, like this is why, you know. So, I mean, you went into the military. The military makes men, for the most part. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good things uh, come from that as far as like character development. Um, so, like, kind of wrapping this up, there's a uh, there's Satanism, which I'm a big proponent of modern Satanism. Uh, it's not all about killing chickens. They're they're not sacrificing uh, chickens with infections <laughs> to the Dark Lord, but it's 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 really modernized and like it's the antithesis of Christianity because they see so many of these like. So with like Christianity, there's like so many hypocrisies uh, just rife uh, within the institution, and so like uh, Satanism comes up with seven fundamental tenets. Like number one, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Well, wait a minute. When you say like Satanism, modern Satanism, what, yeah. what exactly is that? So Satanism was just a. It's not a religion. Someone who goes against popular belief. No, so this is like a direct clap back to Christianity because there's so many, like, everyone takes, like, the Bible, right? So you have like, your Ten Commandments, but then that's reinforced by a bunch of hypocritical fucking stories from the Bible. And right. you go to Bible study, right? Yep. You don't just take these Ten Commandments and roll with it, which is kind of what Satanism does. They say, we don't need stories. We don't have a made-up fucking history. This is just rules to live your life by. And so there's seven tenets. The first one is that one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. It's like, we need to kill chickens to eat the chicken to live. Cool. We get that. Uh, the empathy and compassion would be letting it free range and grow and have a nice life. And then, you know, when it's of age, kill it. Cool. Um, so it, it's funny. Like, Satanism gets such a bad rap. But, like, modern Satanism uh, with just some basement dwellers fucking evening wrote up these tenants which are like really fucking good you know and it's one of those hilarious things because almost like all of satanism is uh like self-serving um like the the holiest day in satanism is your birthday like a worship of the self blah 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 number three one's body is inviolable uh subject to no one's will alone so my body my choice yeah, my body, my choice, you know, your right to live uh, in self-defense, everything else. Um, mm. The freedoms of others, number four. The freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. 
To willfully and unjustly encroach on the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. So, like, slavery, no-go. You know what I mean? Um, all of, like, even to the point of kind of like capital imprisonment, you know, like, work 9 to 5, blah, 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 we distress. Um, so we should respect their freedoms, mm-hmm. uh, including the freedom to offend. So, like, you're still able to have your own voice and opinion and perspective. Um, but it's 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 funny that, like, people perceive some things as like really negative and and selfish. And I think that at the end of the day, we do a lot of things selfishly, whether we understand it or not. Uh, But we are designed as people, as social creatures Mm -hmm. to where a lot of that base id is actually a, a better thing. Like it's still in service to the community, to the whole, like, we make music, you know what I mean? A lot of people make music just because they want to make music, right? That's a, a selfish mm-hmm. act, but the power of music, right, is universal harmony. Like in uh, Lord of the Rings and a bunch of other uh, fiction, like it's a song that creates the universe, you know what I mean? It's harmony. And mm-hmm. then you have, uh, you know, Malgor and shit like that, and like the Dark Lord that introduces dissonance and like chaos to that system. He, he fucks up the song. He right. drops, you know, hard, flat D or something like that and uh, screws it all up. And uh, so we can we can still live our lives. Give me your child. We can live our lives selfishly, but still having a positive impact towards the world. I, I think it's when you kind of take some of these like these fundamental tenets and you disregard them and you willy, willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another in some form or fashion. Yeah. The government does that to us all the time. All the time, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a self I'm going to take from them, right? I'm going to take their thing in order to prop up my survival. Wrong. That that's yep. just a selfish through and through act. But something like charity, like there's some selfish aspects to it as far as the gratification, but at the end of the day, like it's still a good net positive action um so to to wrap it up yeah we are all selfish almost everything we do i guess outside of some of that super powerful familial love you know love of one's offspring and like significant other that just kind of transcends everything i mean we we literally or like you uh and other parents out there like you spend 20 30 i mean you're a parent till you die but like you're spending almost half of your income you're spending half or more of your time in service to your child for years and years and years and like you said time is the most valuable thing you don't get that back right so a lot of people just don't fucking bother they ghost their kids they're they're run off to go make another somewhere and uh because they value their time over uh, others and uh, uh, those are staying myself. Incredibly, uh, probably the most selfish thing you could do is, is uh, go more, be an absent parent. Yeah, sucks. Is there more tenants? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's more. Um, it's not a Satanism episode, but like, uh, I kind of want to know what they are. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> number two, you like this one? The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. This Someone comes down like Satanism. It yeah, like normal. It sounds like, and that's the the thing. They're like, this is 
devoid of hypocrisy. This is the root of what those Ten Commandments should be. Someone comes into your house, fucking kills your family. You, uh, they get a, they get away with it, right? Cops arrest him. Avenge sevenfold. Uh, yeah, and uh, he gets off with insanity plea. You're like, wait a minute, no, no. never happened. You you go to the the hearing and you fucking pop him. You say, yeah, all right, like the dude now the justice is done. Like the dude at the payphone. Yeah, now law abiding citizen, right? Yeah, uh, sure. justice should prevail over laws and institutions. Absolutely. Uh, number five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Listen closely, flat earthers. Yeah. Um, so that's a kind of like. We're all in this together. No one's born with innate, perfect knowledge of the universe, right? We're working off the shoulders of giants. We're trying to all understand what this thing called reality is. There's like a moment of clarity when you realize that you know that. Yeah. And that's that's powerful. Um, number six, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. I agree. My bad. Literally number six, or number, uh, yeah, number six. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, though. Uh, my bad. And number seven, every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought, which is fucking beautiful. That right there is, mm. Mm. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word, right? Uh, so Nazis, right? Just following orders. Just told to throw those little, you know, Semitic babies in the air and target practice. Nope. At the end of the day, the spirit of compassion was injustice should prevail over written or spoken word. Like, doesn't matter what the laws are, it doesn't matter what they said, doesn't matter what undue pressure, you, at the end of the day, are the the final arbiter of your choice. That one is a little you know, um I mean if you were It's just, like an in summary. It, yeah, yeah. I mean if you were just like it's always been like uh indigenous people mm -hmm. you know they sacrificed to the gods this and that that is the way it was so we come along and we're like whoa dude you can't do that what do you mean man? we always done that <laughs> yeah, yeah we talked about this before like yo if you keep doing that if you keep fucking sacrificing we're gonna fucking kill you <laughs> wait yeah, a minute so you're gonna sacrifice <laughs> us because we're sacrificing people yeah yeah um but like slavery like we talked about the government episode like, mm -hmm. inherently wrong it was yep. a law. It was all cool by, you know, Big Brother. But at the end of the day, like... Well, I know. think that slavery was a, a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It was from, like, their own people to where they were now. You know, it's... Uh, no, it's always been around. Like, Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's, it's not race-sensitive. No. Um, everyone's had slaves in every race and culture and creed. Forever. Forever. But, yeah, it's definitely not you know, uh, and I think that, like, in America, they wanted slaves because they didn't want to do the work themselves. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. basically it. That's, so that's it. It's, Selfish. It's, it's corporation. It's corporate. Yep. So, right, what's the next? Is there you go. One? That's it. That's a seven. Right there. Those are dope. I might be a Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a Satanist, dear. <laughs> you believe in uh, pro-choice. That, that is a big thing to run. But it's uh, definitely interesting. I didn't know anything about that stuff. That just sounds like common knowledge to me. I literally was walking around with a book, and it was pink. It was a, a red and pink. primarily pink-hued Satanist book that was like 40 pages when I was in high school. 
and uh, oh, a bunch of fucking shit. footballers, uh, you know, hard Christian boys come over and they're like giving me shit. Like, are you fucking Satanist, bro? What you like, like fucking kids and sacrificing goats? No, man. Like, you see, I'm also holding like a book about Buddhism and like a book about, you know, Christianity. I'm like, I'm learning everything so I can make my, yeah. my inspired and like wise and choice to what I want to believe. That's a good thing. You know, and even even you, when I said, have you ever read Mein Kampf? No, I'm not a fucking skinhead. <laughs> well, well, neither am I. <laughs> but I want to understand things. You know, like, I'm going to go home and, like, look this up because this sounds awesome. But I don't know if it's Satanism. Again, it, there is no the dark term. lord. There's no dark lord they worship. There's just the term that they use. Because it's, it's against... It's like the, the satanic community. temple or something like that, right? Um, I but, think Marilyn Manson's a mess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, exactly. I knew a girl who claimed that she was um, the niece of uh, the creator of modern Satanism. The uh, ball-headed dude with the weird eyebrows? No, it, was, it wasn't Aleister Crowley or anything like that. But uh, yeah. he had some weird fucking French name. is all made up. Um, weird. Yeah, back in the seventies, they were doing sacrifices and orgies. But modern Temple of Satan is uh is pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's it's funny that it a lot of it is worship of the self, but in the most like selfless. Well, I mean, means. even in even in their religion, right? Like they uh, say you have to love yourself, one love oneself. So I mean, yeah. you're just admitting it right then. Right. Uh, we have to do one on just that. That's cool. We well, got a final quote. Don't be an egotistical dickhead and uh, open doors for all people. (laughs) You're selfish, but that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Yeah. Try to be better, I guess. You know? On that note, do the music.